Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Brandon Kylie, happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by the Nationals pitching coach, Jim Hickey, joining us here on the show today as he's in town for the Cardinals versus the Nationals series. First of all, Jim, we appreciate you taking some time out of your busy day to be able to join us today. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing good, and it's not a problem. Glad I can help you guys out. Absolutely. So let's start out with this. Jim, you previously were with the Chicago Cubs, so you've made this trip to St. Louis a number of times. Is is there anything in particular whenever you're in town here in St. Louis that you like to do? That's a good question. You know, we used to stay right downtown, uh, downtown, right near the ballpark in that west end there. So just simply milling around after the ball game in that area was always entertaining. But uh, these last couple of years, we're out here in Clayton, so we're a little bit further removed. So there's a not, not a whole lot going on out here. And it seems like they're closing up earlier and earlier out here, too. So, uh, you know, no, nothing real special, but I do like milling around ballpark after the game is over. Uh, Jim, I got to ask you, since we're talking about your time with the Chicago Cubs, the connection to Jose Quintana, he pitched last night. He was with you uh, when you were with the Chicago Cubs. Is this to be expected with Jose Quintana? Because this is the best he has pitched since he was with the White Sox. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I One of my favorites, by the way, just a great human being and also a really good pitcher. Um, you know, I, I thought in Chicago uh, we complicated things a little bit too much, maybe in terms of game planning and just asking him to do too much. Uh, he's extremely solid but not spectacular type of a pitcher as long as he attacks the strike zone. Um, you know, he throws that front door, that front hip two seamer. He's got a good changeup. He's got a good curveball. He's always in the strike zone for the most part. So uh, this is no surprise. And I think you can expect uh, the same type of performance going forward. Jim, as a pitching coach, I'm really curious. It, I, I don't know if you've had a similar situation to what the Cardinals had, but they acquired both Quintana and Jordan Montgomery at the trade deadline. And then they switched up a little bit on what their pitching arsenal looks like, at least in terms of the percentage of what they're using their pitches. When you get a new guy in at the deadline, can you take us through some of that process of how you evaluate what that pitcher had been doing and then how you try to maximize what you're going to get out of them? Well, you have to remember that I was with the Tampa Bay Rays for 11 years, so we never acquired anybody at the deadline. (laughs) We we were always trading them away, but... uh, no, you know, a good example is we did trade away David Price and we got Drew Smiley from the Detroit Tigers. And it was very apparent to us that he had success up in the strike zone. You know, that's a very in vogue thing right now. 
but back then it really wasn't. So we pointed that out to his attention, and he wasn't doing that. He wasn't pitching up intentionally. It was just these pitches that were in the upper third of the strike zone. Uh, there was very minimal damage on, you know, so that we, we, we pointed that out. We made that a part of his attack. Uh, you know, for instance, if a guy has a cutter, but he just doesn't use it enough, but it's a very, very productive pitch, uh, you, you, know, you might go through that. But there's no real, uh, I don't think in today's game, there's not much, you know, that's uh, a secret or that you're going to discover that somebody else is not already aware of because, you know, we're all working off of the same page for the most part. So to get a midseason acquisition and then to tweak him and then for him to all of a sudden have a lot of uh, more success would probably be pretty unusual. Jim, I, I wanted to ask you a little bit of a follow-up there. You mentioned the, the four-seamers up in the zone, and that's kind of in vogue now. You've been a pitching coach in Major League Baseball now for, for more than 15 years. What are some of the other biggest changes that you've seen in the game, at least in terms of the starting pitching, um, that, from your perspective, over the last 15 years? What are the biggest ones that stand out to you? Well, obviously the lack of length for the starting yeah. pitchers, and a lot, of, a lot of that is by design, but also a lot of that is just because we're bringing guys up from the minor leagues now where the industry is infatuated with the swing and a miss, with the, you know, the high velocity, with the nasty breaking balls. Uh, you know, I think as a whole we're failing to teach these guys how to quote-unquote pitch uh, versus promoting them because they're simply missing bats. You know, now if, if you're missing bats in October, that's probably a pretty good thing. But, you know, if you're training guys in A ball and double A to simply miss bats and, and you know, not how to, to, to actually pitch, uh, I think that's a detriment to our industry as a whole. Um, you know, that being said, I think one of the other changes also is the the velocity. We just have more velocity than we've had in the past. Um, a lot more of the swing and miss breaking ball type of pitchers. And, you know, you see up in the strike zone, breaking ball down in the strike zone. You know, you think about guys, um, uh, you know, a guy like Garrett Cole, for instance, it's, that's, it's exactly, you know, what he does. It's, it's high riding four seamers up and breaking balls down. And obviously you have a lot of success doing that as well. Um, and it is a copycat industry. So I think that's that's one of the biggest changes. And it's not necessarily a change for the better either. Jim, we have the conversation all the time here in St. Louis of the impact that Yadier Molina has with pitchers. And I, I want a pitching coach's thoughts on this from an opposing team because Jose Quintana, you pitched for the Pirates earlier this season. He was a good pitcher, but he's not doing what he's doing right now for the Cardinals. Jordan Montgomery, good for the Yankees, but he's pitching like an ace for the Cardinals. And I'm just curious, is there a coincidence from a pitching coach's mindset of the impact that Yadi has and the changes that those two pitchers have had from one team to another? Uh, no, I don't think that's a coincidence at all. I think it has a lot to do with the veteran catcher and the uh, obviously the experience, but the confidence, uh, knowing knowing the division, knowing the league also is priceless, especially for a guy like Jordan Montgomery, who's pretty much unfamiliar with the National League and especially the Central. Um, so, no, I don't think that's coincidental at all. I think that a veteran catcher uh, is extremely, extremely helpful. Um, you know, our particular club, Obviously, we've made wholesale changes over the last couple of uh, trading deadlines, uh, but we're going through that right now with our young catchers, and they're doing a great job. But it's a it's a constant, uh, you know, it's a constant, constant battle, uh, constant education type of a thing, and, and it's fun. Um, but to plug in a guy like Yachty would be a lot of fun too. <laughs> yeah, it tends to work out pretty well. Uh, we're talking to Jim Hickey, the Nationals pitching coach here on 101 ESPN. Huge thanks to him for for giving us a little bit of his time and what is obviously a busy schedule. Uh, Jim, I wanted to ask you about the role of a pitching coach because last. 
last year, Mike Maddox came under a lot of scrutiny here in St. Louis for stuff that really wasn't his fault. The Cardinals had a lot of pitchers that weren't throwing his uh, th- weren't throwing strikes. And so they were walking the world. And of course, that goes back to, oh, it must be the pitching coach's fault. This year, they're not doing that. Everybody is very happy with the job that the pitching coach has done because the pitchers are performing at a high level. How what would yeah, you and- say? What would you say is the fair way to um, critique a pitching coach's job from the outside perspective? Or is there a fair way to do that? Well, it's a really good question. I think there's a fair way to critique a pitching coach's uh, performance. I think his, the way that he does his job is particularly if you have young guys, do the young guys progress, do the young guys get better? Um, when you have the veteran guys, uh, you, you go ahead and see if they maintain what, what they've done over the past, unless they're, you know, really, really at the end of their career. Uh, so it's really tough, but the, you know, the whole industry has changed, you know, as a whole has changed. And as you know, everything is just this instant gratification. And, you know, one year ago he was doing a bad job. Now all of a sudden you guys are eight games up and he's doing a really, really good job. Uh, you know, so, uh, it's, it's not necessarily fair. Um, you know, nobody ever said it was fair and we're all hired to be fired. So it's no surprise that when things are going good, you know, people are back slapping in when things are not going so well, they're pointing fingers. I've got two more questions for you as we're talking to Jim Hickey here on 101 ESPN. The first one is about Adam Wainwright, who we just marvel watching, Jim. And I, I'm curious, as as a pitching coach, you'll be able to see him tomorrow against the Nationals. But, I mean, you've been seeing this guy for 15 years now. <laughs> He's 40 years old. He's looking as good as he has at any point in his career. He's got a 3-2 ERA on the season. When you watch something like this and him pitching the way that he does, what is it like for you as a pitching coach? It makes me smile, <laughs> you know, because he's not the, the, the guy that we described earlier. He's not the guy that's just out there, you know, rocking and rolling and ripping and throwing the ball as hard as he possibly can. He is truly a pitcher, uh, and it's a pleasure to watch. And when you look at guys like that, uh, you know, somebody like Max Scherzer, um, you know, he's similar age, not quite as old, but performing at a, a super high level. Uh, year in and year out, and the way that they're doing it is pitching. Obviously, they both have very good stuff, and they're both capable of swing and miss, but they both pitch. Uh, they're the epitome of pitching, uh, and it's a pleasure to watch. And I would say I'm looking forward to tomorrow, but I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, you've seen a lot of the Mets. You've seen a lot of the Braves, obviously, playing in the NL East. Going into postseason play, I, I just am curious, just your overall view on the Starting rotation, if it comes to the playoffs, who do you think's got – how would you view the danger when it comes to rotation setup among the teams that are eligible for the playoffs in the National League? Well, that's a good question, and it might sound like kind of a funny answer, but I pay a lot less attention to the rotations than I do to the lineups because obviously my job is to prepare for the lineups. Um, I will say this about the lineups, you know, you, you don't think of the Cardinals or most people don't think of the Cardinals. If you live outside of St. Louis in the same class as the Mets or the Braves or the last Los Angeles Dodgers, but I can assure you uh, that they are in the same class as those guys uh, in terms of the lineup and the lineup construction. And I was just talking with Mike Maddox yesterday and I said, man, the St. Louis Cardinals are pretty darn good. And, you know, you go down the list and you look at the lineup, you know, just yesterday, for instance, you know, it's, 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 it's Newt Barr and it's Donovan. Um, 
and a Gorman type of a guy, and even an Edmund, and you don't really think much of those guys until all of a sudden you look at he's got a 780 OPS and he's got a 790 OPS, and they got five left-handers, and oh, by the way, on the bench is uh, Albert Pujols and uh, Yadier Molina, and they can mix and match, and, and they can really do some damage. It's a tough, tough lineup. You know, and by the way, I didn't even say Goldschmidt and Arenado. Um, you know, it's so no it's, biggie, it's tough, no biggie, you know? Jim. They're they're yeah. fine. Those are easy yeah. to navigate. Two MVPs, not a big deal. <laughs> uh, you know, it, 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 it's 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 a lineup that can stack up with uh, any of those other four clubs that I said right there. And I think just in terms of pitching, um, you know, the Dodgers have had their uh, woes, but they always seem to find a way. Uh, the Mets have the two studs uh, at the top with uh, Scherzer and DeGrom, but, uh, you know, health is an issue. He left uh, Scherzer left the start uh, against us after five innings. And, you know, DeGrom is always a little bit iffy. So uh, I like the uh, solidity, if that's a word, of the Cardinals rotation. And I really like the back end of their bullpen. As you saw last night, these guys out there throwing 100 and 102. It's, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> Jim, final question that I've got for you. You mentioned him in that answer, but I, I would love to get the perspective of a pitching coach in the opposing dugout when you've got a lefty on the mound and there's nothing you can do because there's a three batter minimum and Albert Pujols is about to enter the game against that left-handed pitcher as a pinch hitter. What is that experience like this year as he has a 1200 OPS on the season against lefties? Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I did my homework. We played these guys about a month ago, and Albert, you know, okay, Albert's getting a little bit, not getting a little bit older. He's toward the end, blah, blah, blah. Well, he hit nine home runs in August, and he hit them all against left-handed pitchers. And then, of course, you've got Goldsmith and Arenado behind him, and poor Jake McGee last night. You know, this is exactly, and we had the conversation in the bullpen because I had Jake way back with the Tampa Bay Rays. And we were sitting there, and he said, man, it seems like I face this guy every time. I guarantee if I come into the game, he's coming into the pinch hit. And sure enough, <laughs> there he was. And uh, Albert obviously popped it up, but he just missed it. Uh, hitting whatever it would have been, five, seven, six, ninety-six. I don't know, 1,096. Uh, I've seen enough of them, though, believe me. Uh, out of curiosity, Jim, um, it, this wasn't the case last night, but like, if, it, if it's a close game and you've got Albert coming into that same exact spot, and let's assume that it's not Goldie and Haranato behind him in this scenario because that changes things, of course. But what is the conversation that goes into – Hey, do we consider intentionally walking him here? Do, do we play it straight? What, what do we do here? Because that was a scenario against the Cubs that arised over the weekend. And then I don't know if you saw it, but Albert hit yeah. the game winning home run in that spot. Is there something in the back of your mind, knowing what this means for the game with him chasing 700 of saying, hey, we, we, we got a pitch to him here? No, I don't think I, I don't think I would take that into consideration, but I certainly wouldn't have a left-hander out there either if the game was on the line. So, you know, sometimes you can't avoid those situations, but uh, um, no, I don't. I wouldn't take that into consideration. But if it was a zero-zero in the seventh inning last night, you would not have seen Jake McGee come into the game. I can assure you of that. <laughs> Touche. Hey, Jim, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. We really appreciate it. We wish you all the best of luck over the next couple of days, and hopefully, you come just enough short against the Cardinals. <laughs> I, I understand your sentiments. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Jim. Jim Hickey joining us here on 101 ESPN. He's the Nationals pitching coach. We've been able to catch up with him a couple of times now uh, over the last couple of years. Always enjoy getting his perspective on things. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music 
and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.